Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Ashes for Rubies podcast live stream on life and recovery and, and so, so much, so much more. more. You know, the closest thing to the crack cocaine as an addictive substance? Sugar. But in a, like, I'm not like eating lines of sugar in the, uh, in, you, in uh, ulterior forms. And I would say alternative, alternative forms like uh, created forms. Yeah. I would say the, uh, I would say it's butter tarts. Nana's butter. Nana's tarts. butter. Yeah. Not butter tarts in general, because I've bought a butter tart or two in my life and they're never like the crust is never like, like I'm not dying for that crust. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we went, uh, I had some friends over for dinner last night and then you had a meeting and we all just were sitting on the couch and I knew that Nana had butter tarts. And so I just said, anybody want a butter tart at Nana's? And everybody had the same reaction and we all piled into the car and we piled into Nana's and we had a butter tart. <laughs> Did you have one butter tart? I had one butter tart and I brought one for you. That was very kind of you. Yeah, I brought it back for you. I would say the butter tart is right up there with very addictive substances. And I'm not minimizing people's like real sugar addictions because that is a real thing like alcohol is to me where they in where a person would ingest sugar it produces a physical craving for more and more and more and more and they can't ever really safely stop. So I understand that. Um I'm not minimizing that. The sugar is a very powerful substance. I heard in studies, like I, I don't, I haven't seen the studies, but they say that if sugar was invented today, they wouldn't uh, process sugar. They wouldn't uh, have it on the market. I don't know if that's true, but. So a question for you, how are you feeling? Because there are circumstances beyond your control happening. How do you maintain your serenity when? The world is falling around? Well, no. Power but, failures, power outages. You have a, a new business. You just got your business. We just got the business license. We've got like the biggest event we've ever been part of. Our biggest order we've ever gotten. Keep talking. Battery dies. The battery dies. Um, how are you... How do you maintain serenity when all of that goes on? I would say... Acceptance. Mm. Because I, if I'm in a place of acceptance, then it's really out of my my control and out of my power. Mm. We got battery back. It, yeah, I would say the simple answer is acceptance. Like, acceptance. And just, yeah, our lives, my life was is very different this week than I thought it was going to be. Like, we had a plan for the week, a strategy. A strategy for the week to get re- ready for the weekend for 50,000 people possibly. And we are the sober option drink of kombucha as a social enterprise. It's a big deal. This week I had it all, we had it all planned out. We had a strategy and now it's keeping a generator running. That's it. That's the strategy. Yeah. Getting gas. <laughs> so, I, so are you saying that I seem very calm and serene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Is that a compliment? Or yeah. do you... Okay. So I don't want to be in denial, but at the same time, yeah, I don't feel like I'm hassled or stressed. I'm like, well... Because the number of times that I think 
we should go check on the large quantity of kombucha that's being stored off-site. Shocks me. Yeah, there's that too. I feel, I often think we should just go check. We should just go check on it. To see our baby. We should just go look. Yeah, we have off, we should, off-site We should have storage. a remote thermometer And there. they're out of power as well um, in Vanier. And we have like 140 cases sitting there. So as long as it doesn't get too warm in there, know we should be okay. the science and that it, the yeast... It, the kombucha has to be kept at a certain temperature. It can't go above a certain temperature. This kombucha is stored in a basement. I liked how you explained like all that science to me because it's stuff I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the one problem with kombucha, it will the yeast will reengage if like we have live culture in ours. But you can safely say that that's not happening because it's in a cold storage. Yeah. Cold storage takes a long time to. But this isn't like get uncold milk where it has to be. Yeah, it's not like milk where it has to always ascertain a certain temperature. Um, so that's how I get through the night. I just uh, know the science. I realize that there, I'm powerless to do anything about this, and um, it's it's interesting the curveballs that get thrown at uh, at a yeah. Like we just we got our business license open for business on Thursday. Yep, and we thought we'd take a week of vacation this week. Yeah. <laughs> That seems like a great strategy. Seems like a great idea. That seems like a great strategy. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Your 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 beauty amazes me. See guys, you gotta compliment them. Alright, here we go, May twenty-fifth in our reading. Why do I do what I do? Why do I do what I do? It sounds like I'm recalling disappointing behaviors. Why did I say what I did? Why did I put off an urgent task? Questions like these, best asked of myself in a quiet time of meditation, demand honest answers. I may have no think deep enough. I may have I may have to think deep for them. I must go past all the temp- tempting self-justifications, the reasons that lack the shine of truth. I tell myself that self-deception can only damage me in giving me a foggy, unreal picture of the person I really am. When I have given myself the answers, I will have made a good start in rooting out some of the shortcomings that block my search for serenity. Well, that's a good question. Today's reminder, my friends. Here it is. I can prepare myself to make decisions only being aware of the kind of person I am by getting acquainted with myself. I know I must acknowledge what is wrong, but I must also recognize my good qualities for they are the foundation of growth. Quote, um, <clears throat> to make good choices, I must develop a nature and prudent understanding of myself that will reveal to me my real motives and intentions. Amen. When I think of this, I think of I think of myself going through the process of recovery, getting into the inventories. Um, if you've done Life Lab, we go through these inventories, which show us the cast of characters that talk to us that don't define us, but they do talk to us. Um, we get to see how they are all rooted in fear, and then we're giving in we're given instructions to. At the at the offset of every day, at the end of every day, to 
not destructively, but constructively review my day and my actions. So you can't review something if you don't know what you're looking at. So I think that the the process of inventory actually gets me to see my reality and to see where I've uh, had shortcomings throughout the day. So I bring it to God, not me. I shouldn't have said this. I should have done that better. Oh, I said that. That was so stupid. Why would I say that? I'm I'm asking God about I'm 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 recreate I I want to not destructive, not beat myself up, think I could have done better or I'll never get this right because that's just going deeper into the hole. But how do I get God, join with God to constructively review my day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that um, when I look at this quote, like to make good choices, I must develop a mature and prudent understanding of myself that will reveal to me my real motives and my intentions. What that process that you just talked about does is helps me see myself through God's eyes. And I can, I can see like, I see myself a certain way, Mm -hmm. right? So I am the director. I'm the actor. I want to be in control. I think I have to fix everything instead of like how this way of self-protection, the way of like, being strong or the way of like being a bull in a china shop i begin to see myself through god's eyes and how Mm, god created mm. me to be um as i give over my fear as i give over all you know all my self-protection as i give that over now i can develop a mature and prudent understanding of myself who how god created me Mm -hmm. to be and here's the other option i can walk around self-deceived only damaging me and giving me a foggy, unreal picture of the person I really am. And so I can walk around in delusion thinking I'm doing great or thinking thinking the world of myself. Um, but I am I'm fueled by these motives. And and so in in my recovery, I've seen even good things that I'm doing are still motivated by a fear of not being recognized, not being seen as good enough, not being um, you know, not being taken seriously enough. And, and so I've actually done good things, but actually been motivated by a fear that you're not going to see me how I really am. Mm-hmm. So I have, isn't that crazy? I have to prove who I really am because you might not see who I really am. <laughs> so I think constructively reviewing my day with God to be able to show me this stuff, but actually having to do the work prior to actually be able to see stuff that I'm not able to see. You can't see what you can't see. Mm-hmm. So God's not magically going to just go like show you and reveal these revelations about yourself. If you've never done the work mm-hmm. of, of seeing yourself. Yeah. Reconstructive, not deconstructive. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Wednesday, what are we going to do? Keep a generator alive. That's our goal today. Um, We will see you at noon, our boy Josh. No, it's Karen. Karen. Karen is speaking today on? Forgiveness. On forgiveness. On forgiveness. That's a good topic. Yes. Yep. So we'll see you at noon. Uh, Look at our social for the uh, contact stuff for Zoom. And uh, keep the peace. Be of good behavior. And we'll see you at noon. Goodbye, my friends.